what you're de- what you're describing here is not an impressive height, and what I've seen in the in the uh, presentations is a console that looks rather large. Yeah, I I, I apologize. I'm just I'm trying to like when you say it's oh it's twelve inches tall, which I think is actually uh thirteen. Actually, hold on. Let me get the tape measure. Excellent radio here. Excellent podcast radio. Come in for a minute, Alex. Well, I'm trying to, but even I'm bored as hell by this. <laughs> well, I'm just trying to give as much information as possible. I'll just pull that tape measure. So, uh, look, just, this is for science. We're going to measure the PlayStation 5 to confirm information you probably already have. It's uh, 16 inches tall. Not a small console. And four and a half, in- four and a half inches wide. It's a big old sun bitch. We call it Moby Dick. You are listening to Trophy Horse with your hosts, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. Everybody and welcome to Show for Yours. This is episode 455. I'm your host, Tricky Mick. Alongside with me, the man, the myth, the legend, it's Alex. Well, I bet you're, uh, you're feeling pretty happy there, Tricky, because you, uh, you have a nice new toy to play with. Yes, I do. I finally got my PS5. But it wasn't without some trouble. Oh, should we already go into that story? Because you have to tell that story on, uh, on the show here. Our good old friend Bricky Mick here made a little bit of, of a tactical error when trying to procure a PS5. Well, technically, I didn't make the error. Let, let, let's be clear here. Uh, I, I I found a source who uh, said that they would be able to get me one, and they did, and I bought it, brought it home, and it was a brick in the box. Yeah, legit. Like there was no, you didn't feel like a weight differential. I mean, granted, you probably never held a PlayStation 5, but were there multiple bricks in there? Because that thing, the PlayStation 5 is pretty hefty. It's a large console, so there's no way one brick is going to do it. It it was one brick. Literally, that was all that was in there was one brick. <laughs> and no cords or anything. There was just a... Because, I mean, you said they resealed it pretty well. You, like, you couldn't tell. It looked factory sealed. Well, folks, here's a little lesson. If you're not going to procure it from a... um. Like reputable a, source or yeah a retailer or something or you know sony uh if it's just for someone you know if you if you have a guy then please open the box before you leave that that meeting like check inside the box to make sure you're not buying a a piece of houseware instead of a playstation 5 to be fair here the the guy that gave it to me did not intentionally screw me over he got his from a different source and when I came when I came home, found the brick, I went back to him. I said, "Hey, listen, this is what was in the box." He didn't even question it. He just gave me my money back, and now he's trying to go get his money back from where he got it from. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's it maybe not necessarily the this person that you knew trying to screw you over, but just someone in general. Um, like they, he, he, your friend was getting, or this person you knew was getting it from somebody else that they may or may not have known. So when it's going through a few sources here, I mean. You know, I'm just 
You said that I was trying to start an argument with you. I wasn't in the chat that we have. I was just saying protect your neck. You know, don't go spending $500 on a brick. I didn't think you were trying to start an argument. I just thought you were needling just for needling's sake. I thought you were just trolling me just to fuck with me. No, no, no. It, it, it was just getting, it was getting, I was getting a little pissed off. It's it's almost like unbelievable. That, like, I, at first I thought you were fucking with it because it's like, you're, you're not a stupid person. You're a smart guy. You're, you know, you're kind of savvy. So I just figured that you wouldn't buy into something like this. Well, it, it's one of those things where I was trying to get one uh, off the site, Walmart. Uh, the day I actually purchased mine, uh, Walmart uh, was had copies uh, consoles, and they were selling them at twelve, three, six, and nine. Um, I I got mine right at the twelve o'clock one, and then I came back at three and six and nine to try to get more, and they were all getting sold out. And then reports came out, uh, and uh, you know now they're proving it was on TikTok. I watch TikTok videos a lot. Uh, there were videos, and I don't know how accurate it is and whatnot, and you know how much people bullshit on there. But the uh, one story came across a TikTok saying that uh, one guy using a bot was able to get 225 consoles uh, at one of the spots on Walmart, uh, one of the times at Walmart, and he's now selling them online for two thousand dollars a piece. TikTok, tr- talk about going down the rabbit hole. I think you were just trying to get a PS5 so you can get it before you can have bragging rights on Steven, who, as it turns out, actually got his PS5 first. And I also saw Matt from the the Facebook group. He got one as well. Yeah, I mean, a couple people I know got them. Uh, a couple people uh, still. I, I, I got a disc version. I, I prefer the discless version, but I got the disc version. Uh, but there are some cool features with the PS5. Um one thing I don't know if you noticed. Uh, I don't know when the last time you turned your PS4 on, but I was there's now Rocket a play- League today, so it was today. They have a PS5 remote play um, option on there now on the X or the not the XMB but the home screen. Right, which is cool because as of right, right as we're talking right now, the goddess is sitting in the living room. the The PS5 is in my studio. She's connected to the PlayStation 4 in the living room playing PS5 games. Very nice. So, I mean, that's one cool feature. Uh, I did get my first uh, PS5 Platinum today that you gave me shit about. Go ahead and say what it is. Uh, I got it in Astro's Playroom. Uh, you know, let's, let's do our trophy count and then we'll get into what we're playing. Uh, I am I just newly minted level 600 with the Platinum. Total trophies of 13,442 with 245 Platinums. As I just said, I got a new one. Alex, what are you looking at, sir? Level 438, total trophy count of 7,071, and a platinum count of 107 in 106 games. And yield is level 432, total trophies of 6,841, and 112 platinums. And why don't you go ahead and read Sid's? Our dear friend Sid, across the pond, is level 509, total trophy count of 9,944, with a platinum count of 171. All right, so you now the reason I wanted to do the trophy count, and then we're going to continue to talk about uh, Astro's Playroom, is because um, one, I got the platinum today, which is you you get you kind of give me a little shit because it's it's basically it's a glorified tech demo, but it's so much more than that. As somebody left a comment in the Facebook group, it was Matt um, Matt G. Right, yeah. It, yes, it is a tech de- demo. The entire game is basically to teach you the dual sets, but it's such a a good trip through the PlayStation 
history. It, like you, uh, I don't want to spoil a lot of things for you, but there's a lot of references to old uh, PlayStation games. You'll come across some of the bots, you know, doing certain actions. Like uh, there's one where uh, uh, one of the bots is hiding underneath a box by other people looking for it, which is obviously a clear reference to uh, Metal Gear. There's the uh, cloud sword from Final Fantasy VII just stuck in the ground with bots, you know, looking around and, you know, admiring it. Uh, there was a reference to Spyro, to Crash, uh, classic games, Uncharted. Um, it's it's really, like, when you get your PS5, I mean, I, I, it's going to sound like kind of like, I don't know if hypocritical is the right word, but it's going to sound like a little weird, but... Take your time with the game and go through everything. Uh, even though I got the platinum in less than a day, take your time, go through the game because it's really a nice nostalgia trip. It it's really good, and the game does teach you the you know the controller. And I have to tell you, the haptic feedback. You know, we we were kind of giving it like a little shit, like oh, what's that really gonna do and whatnot. Oh my god, how well that is done. It's it. There's stories on Call of Duty right now, uh, which is in a, in a Facebook question later. Um, Activision actually programmed the game so as you're playing Call of Duty, you can feel the difference in the guns and how they shoot through the haptic feedback in the controller. It's 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 really amazing. It's one of those things where I can't really describe it to you. You have to feel it, and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Very nice. Very nice. I mean, and we should remark that uh, Astro's Playroom is free for PlayStation 5 players, and you can also obviously get bug snacks for free for the, uh, the PlayStation Plus games for this month. So, I mean, on top of the launch lineup they, what they, that they had, which was, you know, for a launch lineup, I mean, this may be the first time with the, uh, of any game console where you can look at the launch lineup and say, yeah, I can actually play a few of those games, or I'm really excited for this. Uh, they launched with more than one significant first-party game, which is pretty outstanding. So um, there is actually a decent amount to play going ahead in, into the PlayStation 5, even if you already own a PlayStation 4 and played you know, a lot of the instant game collection. Yeah, well, I, I want to clarify something you said. I mean, it's you, you're not wrong in what you said about Astro's Playroom being free, but it actually comes pre-installed on the system. So the second you log into your account, it becomes a part of your library. So you don't have to go into the store and find it. It's already on the system. I mean, I, I'm pulling hair saying that, but I just want to be clear about that. Um, Yeah, I I like it. I'm loving it so far. I was playing a little bit of Sackboy before we started playing. Now, here is the, uh, the little bit of controversy, which I know you're going to give me a little shit about, Alex, but I... You know me, you know, my integrity. I'm pretty honest. I didn't do it on purpose. I didn't know it was going to happen. As you know, there are certain games where you can uh, take your progression from the PlayStation 4 version to the PlayStation 5 version. So I bought Miles Morales. I I beat the game already. And in order to get the Platinum, you have to go and you have to do New Game Plus. So... Uh, not knowing that there was two trophy lists, um, I uploaded my save from the PlayStation 4 version to the PlayStation 5 version, and every trophy that I earned on the PlayStation 4 version popped automatically. So this is your Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Right. Now, I'm going to be honest, I didn't, 
I didn't know it was going to do that because every story that I heard and saw before said that you could take your progression from the four to the five, but the trophies would not pop. Now, I will say with Miles Morales, they did pop. With Watch Dogs Legion, they did not pop. So... I was going to say, I mean, that's one thing we're learning is that, you know, with first party studios, it's probably going to be all along the same guidelines. But with when you throw third parties in there, it's going to muddle it a little bit. So you never know what's actually going to happen until, you know, we get a little further into this generation. See, and, and the other thing I find weird is Spider-Man on the PS4. Uh, the only way to get the remastered version on the five is to buy the ultimate edition for Miles Morales. And now there's a story coming out saying that not currently, but soon you're going to be able to take your save from Spider-Man PS4 and transfer it up to the remastered version. I don't know if it's going to pop those trophies either. So, uh, I'm going to tell you, uh, due to the backlog beatdown and the be legit side quest, I'm going to play the game, uh, Miles Morales all the way through. I'm going to play Spider-Man remastered all the way through to get, to earn those, you know, those points and those trophies and those platinums. Uh, Watch Dog Legion. Obviously, I have to play the whole entire game through a uh, game through again uh, after I beat it on the four. So it's one of those things where it it happened, but I didn't do it on purpose. So who's giving you shit for it? Well, I figured you were gonna give me shit for it because how you always say I got you know uh, I got 106 platinum or 107 platinums in 106 games or however many platinums you have. One uh, 107 and 106. Yeah, I mean, that's right, just so something I, okay. I do for myself because I don't see, I you know, even though I have technically two Platinums from Sly Cooper, I don't think that they should count as two. So that's, I mean, that's why I do that. But no, I'm not going to give you, like I said, this is your Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. So, I mean, I'm not going to give you shit for it. Because, I mean, there there have been far worse things you've done in, in regard to trophy than that, so. We we try to say my Japanese visual novels? I mean, we can start there if you want. <laughs> All right, so unfortunately, there's not a lot of uh, topics to talk about this week. Uh, so I, I mean, I told you what I was playing. I've been playing uh, like Astro's Playroom, Sackboy, playing, playing Watch Dogs Legions, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Uh, Which Spider-Man, Miles Morales has what, around 15 missions? I don't know how many missions it has. I mean, it's. I'm going to tell you it's fairly short. Um, 12 to 13 hours is what it was estimated, but that's, I mean, you, you never know. I mean, that's an average, so it may take less or, you know, more for you, depending on how you play. Well, I was looking on the, the trophy, uh, it was looking at a trophy guide and according to power PYX, you can complete the story in three hours. But there's obviously side missions to do. Yes, there's the side missions. And when you do do game plus, you know, you have to go through and do it again. Um, so, but, oh, a couple of the trophies you can't get until you do New Games Plus. Like, there's a... Uh, you can't unlock one of the suits until you get into New Game Plus. You can't unlock three skills until you get into New... Or you can't max the three skills until you get to New Game Plus. You can't um, get your certain points until you get to New Game Plus as it locks, and it tells you it's not available until New Game Plus. So you have to do New Game Plus. And like I said, beating the game on New Game Plus is one of the trophies as well. So you have to do everything again. If you if you own a PlayStation Plus, PlayStation 5 right now, I'm assuming that most people 
you know, of all the games that came out, most people are probably playing Miles Morales. And, you know, people, when they get a new console, they want to sit down and play the shit out of it. So I'm assuming people will get through, get the Platinum in this, you know, with, with, within a week. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm just people ready to have the Platinum. Um, one thing I will say about the PlayStation 5 as well is they really need to figure out the storage uh, capacity of this. I've downloaded um, Watch Dogs, Spider-Man. With Astrobot, Fall Guys, and the Division Two, I'm already capped out. Well, they already have a solution. It's called delete it off your your console and re-download well, it from the store. Which is yes. that's not actual that's not a solution, but to Sony, I guess that is the the way they want to handle it. But I mean you again oh you got the download version, so you don't have the disc only version. So I mean, day one you shouldn't have that problem. Right, well, yeah, day one I shouldn't have that problem. But and the the other thing, uh you know, actually, you know, let me get into what you're playing, then I'll I'll talk about the other thing. What have you been playing, Alex? Well, I mean, like Rocket League. We ain't got to get too far into that because that's all I've been playing. But I mean, why don't we? Do you want to do it, like some of the news first, and then we'll come back and make the PlayStation Five the topic of the week? Because obviously, like that's going to be you know the big thing going on right now is the release of the PlayStation Five. All right, uh, all right. So our first topic here, uh, my OCD's kicking in right now. There we go. That's much better. Uh, all these articles, unless mentioned, is going to come from IGN. Uh, no, IGN don't article. Do that. Give credit to the author too. Oh no, I'm going to give credit to the author. This first ar- this first article co- uh, is written by Adam Bankhurst. Uh, future PlayStation Five update will allow console to output to 8K resolutions. At launch, it only supports 4K and 120 hertz. Now. They, uh, like I said earlier in the show, most of these topics are going to be like past through topics that we're really not going to be able to comment on. But I thought this was weird. I, I put this one in here because we know that the new gen consoles, the Xbox and the PlayStation, are going to be able to do 8K, but they're launching them without the capability, which I thought was a little weird. Why wouldn't you just launch the systems to be able to be on 8K? I mean, it's not like a lot of people are going to have 8K TVs because they're like, 10 15 grand right now i mean i don't think it really it really matters i mean 4k is still one of the hot new things out there for people it's still a talking point and some and some people don't even have a 4k tv but one of the things that i heard people talk about when you know they were kind of you know reviewing miles morales was how beautiful the game looked especially in fidelity mode which only runs it runs at a smooth 30 uh 30 fp or uh, frames per second but you know i mean we're used to you know 60 but the game, everyone talks about how good the game looks, so, and how smoothly it runs, even, you know, at 30, with, like, there's hardly any screen tearing or, you know, anything like that, so, I don't really think 8K, I mean, if this is what we see so far out of Miles Morales and what is possible on the PlayStation 5, is 8K really needed right now? Because it seems like people are just, like, awed at how beautiful the PlayStation 5 renders the world of, uh, New York. Well, I will tell you, um, I, I, at towards the end of my first playthrough through Miles Morales, the game did start to stutter uh on the last mission. Now, I to be fair, the game was in rest mode and it was, my system would probably have been on for like two days with that game going. Not that that's any kind of excuse because it should still be able to do that, but I did notice once I turned uh, closed the game and reopened it, the stuttering was gone. So it seemed like there was something with if the game runs too long, it's gonna stutter at the end because I'm not the only person that had that problem, which I thought was weird. 
Um, as far as AK, like I was saying, there's not a lot of people out there with AK televisions right now. So, like, and from what I mean, from what I'm hearing, you really can't tell the difference between 4K and 8K. The naked eye can't really tell. Well, so, like, I mean, you're questioning the reason for not releasing with 8K. It seems like you kind of argued against yourself there because you're arguing now that it's not really necessary at this point. No, no, what I'm saying is if the system already can do 8K, why don't you just, why is it just not an option at launch? Why are you waiting to release that feature? Clearly it's not ready yet, maybe? Fully ready? Is it? Did Sony say that they can fully do 8K on the console right now? Well, as far, well I would assume that they can if the technology is already in there. I mean, the only thing I could like to your point, the only thing I could understand that if they're not releasing it right now is some kind of a software thing. But obviously the hardware is there because you're not going to be able to do AK without the hardware already being in the system. So the only thing I can think of is it's got to be a software issue or they uh, they they just don't want to release it. I mean, according to the article right now, um it says as it stands, the most budget 8K televisions are $4,000. And their choice for the best 8K TV in 2020 is Sony's 85-inch Class Z8H Master Series, and that retails for $9,000. I'm not spending that on a TV. I I spent... Prepare to be sickened, people. On, on my 3D TV, which I don't use anymore, I spent 1700 on the one that's in my living room right now, it's a 4K television. I spent a thousand dollars, and the 4K television I have in my studio, I spent four hundred dollars. None of which add up to four thousand, which is no. the base level for the 8K. I mean, so basically, it seems like, hey, this is going to be a nice feature, but it's not necessary right now. And who knows if it ever will be necessary? Because, like, like you said, the dis- the difference between 4K and 8K can our puny human eyes even tell a difference. Well, they were saying that between 720 and 1080 years ago. So, I don't know. Bro, bro it's, <sighs> it's, my eyesight's pretty shitty, so I probably fall within the category of, of can't tell the difference. This portion of the show is brought to you by Amazon. If you could and would, please stop by Proving Gamer first and click on any Amazon link and continue with your shopping. It doesn't cost you anything extra and helps out the site pay the bills. All right, so our next topic is written by Matthew Adler. Uh, I kind of referenced this earlier in the show. PlayStation 5's Marvel Spider-Man Remastered will now support saves from Spider-Man PS4. In a tweet from Exomic Games, we heard you in an upcoming update from Spider-Man PS4. We will add the ability to export your save to Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered. This update will also add the three new suits from Remastered to the PlayStation 4 game. We expect to bring you this update around Thanksgiving. Uh, the other thing is, this is an article coming from Matt T.M. Kim. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales dev says we're just scratching the surface of what the PlayStation 5 can do. Well, no uh, shit, it's the launch of the console. <laughs> yes. Um, Get, talk, talk again another, like, four to five years. 
One of the biggest launches for the PlayStation 5 this week is Spider-Man Miles Morales. IGN was able to speak with the devs for an in-depth tech breakdown, but the devs at Insomniac says we're just scratching the surface of what the PS5 can do. Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PlayStation 5 offers a variety of options, whether it's ray tracing enabled fidelity mode or the smoother frame rate performance mode. Insomniac's core technology director, Mike Fitzgerald, says that these options wrapped around the faster load times of the custom SSD are just the first steps for the PlayStation 5. Quote, it feels like we're just scratching the surface of what you can do with the hardware. That we sort of can take a game out of like Spider-Man and make everything really fast. Even the Ratchet and Clank game we're working on is leaning into that a lot. End quote. So. That's that. I mean, obviously, like Alex just said, you know, it's the first game of the new generation. Obviously, they're going to get much better. Yeah, uh, we would figure that this console what is going to be around for the next seven to eight years, hopefully. So, I mean, they're going to constantly unlock more power and, and, and find more efficient ways to develop the console and, and find easier ways to develop the console. So we, we would expect the best looking games are yet to come in the far flung future. I'm just hoping one of them is insom- uh, inf- infamous. I really like that series. Uh, I mean, if if anything, they. I mean, I could see Sony handing it off to somebody else, but I think that Sucker Punch is, you know, doing other things and not going back to Infamous. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've already gotten enough Infamous. The games were fun, but I don't really feel like I need the... Like, I don't feel the need to go back to any of those characters, whether it be Delson or Cole or whoever. All right. Were you ever a Neo fan? I was not. All right. Well, <laughs> the next bit of news. Tokyo and Rocket League. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> the the next bit of news is uh, written by Matt Perslow. Perslow. Uh, Neo 1 and 2 remastered for the PlayStation 5 has been announced. And Neo 2 is coming to the PC. On February 5th, 2021, four Neo games will be released over three platforms. On PlayStation 5, players can buy the Neo Collection, which contains Neo Remastered and Neo 2 Remastered, or buy the game separately as individual releases. PlayStation 4 and PC players can also grab Neo 2, the complete edition, which packages the base game with its three DLC expansions. And I'm not going to try to pronounce them. Players who opt to buy Neo 2's Complete edition on the PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 remaster at no additional cost should they upgrade their console to the next generation. Additionally, owners of the Neo 2 base game on the PlayStation 4 can upgrade to the remaster on PlayStation 5, although any DLC they don't own will not be included. All right, and our last bit of news. I kind of talked about this already. PlayStation 5 Remote Play app has been released on the PlayStation 4. Sony has quietly added the PlayStation 5 Remote Play. Uh, this is written by Joe Scrubbles, which is a made-up name. Uh, you always say that, but clearly it's it's a real person. Oh, I don't, I don't okay. Think, I, I don't think IGN is paying a fake person to write, unless you think it's like a a, a, a pseudo-name, a pen name. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's an inside joke in the kind of funny community. <laughs> I just... <laughs> Uh, oh, so I know so you now you're stealing kind of funny jokes. <laughs> well, everybody that says Joe Scrubbles, uh, we always say it's a made up name. Uh, so they quietly added the PlayStation 5 Remote Play app to the PlayStation 4, allowing owners of the new console to play it on their old console. The app, which appeared on the PlayStation 4 dashboard today, uh, which was November 9th, 
which was a week ago, will similarly allow PlayStation 5 owners to access their console from the last-gen machine, streaming its games, apps, and UI. Uh, they try to test an app, but doesn't appear to function on the pre-release period. Uh, so this article was a week ago. Presu- this interesting. This presumably means you can play PlayStation 5 games with a DualShock 4 controller, which the PlayStation 5 itself does not allow. You won't be able to play, use your DualSense controller to play on the PlayStation 4. That is unless you use it when remote playing your PS4 to your, from a PC. You can also then remote play your PS5 from the PlayStation 4 while on PC. I don't know why you would do that, but there it is. There you go. So that's that conversation, which is really weird. I mean, I if I have a PS5, I'm just going to play on the PS5. I'm not going to play on the PS4. Like I, I'm not that in love with the the DualShock. I mean, I like the DualShock, but I also hear a lot of people. Um, over the weekend, I watched some some kind of like early like impressions of the PlayStation Five, like some YouTube channels like RGT85 and uh, the channel called Beat'em Ups. And you know, it seems like a lot of people, aside from maybe like the the whiteness of the the controller getting dirty, a lot of people really like the DualSense. And that's kind of what Sony was saying, like, all along, like, hey, wait, like, you may be kind of skeptical of this now, because it's kind of a change from what we've been used to for so many years. But, you know, they, they said, just wait, and wait until you get in your hands. I mean, Tricky, how do you feel about the DualSense? Do you like the controller? See, it's, I like it, and it's throwing me off just a little bit, because uh, I I use the uh, scuff controller for the PlayStation 4, which actually uh, will not work on the PlayStation 5 Uh because it's a PlayStation 4 controller, you can't use that on the system itself. But what's throwing me off is on my scuff controller, the uh, thumbsticks are offset, like an Xbox controller. And now, when I when I hold the DualSense, my brain is telling me I'm holding my scuff controller, and I keep trying to m- move my thumb up and to the left to get to the thumbstick, and I have to remind myself, no, it's down. It's just like a you know a DualShock. I like it. Like I said, the haptic feedback is cool. Uh, it takes a little while to get used to because uh, in Astro's Playroom, uh, you have to go to this like little vending machine type thing. And I struggled at first because you you have to hold down L2 to you know pull the lever. And then you have to hold down R2 to smash the, the ball. I was pulling on the controller or on L2 and I hit a point. And I stopped because I thought, like, you know, as your brain tells you, like, the button doesn't go any further. It actually, you have to pull it a little harder, and it actually pulls it. And that's what I'm talking about, the haptic feedback. I thought I was going to break the controller because I was pulling too hard. But it turns out they actually build that into the triggers. Like, the, the game recognizes, hey, you know, you have to pull just a little harder like you would normally do on, like, on a slot machine. I like it. Uh, like I said, it's one of those things you have to feel to understand it, but it's definitely Sony made a smart choice in the way they designed the DualSense. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to take a little bit to tra- to retrain your brain if you've been playing with uh, a DualShock for all these years, but I mean, in the, I, I like the, the look of the, the controller, and I'm not going to hate on it before I get my, my hands on it, so uh, I, I I will say that Hearing the words constant or hearing haptic feedback constantly is uh, just hearing the same buzzwords over and over again has gotten kind of annoying. But if the controller is fun to play with and it makes sense and it gives you some kind of tactile sensation, 
while you're playing a game. Weight of the guns kind of comes, uh, the Call of Duty game comes through in the controller. I definitely think that's a like something else new beyond Rumble that we can do with controllers, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's really cool. It's one of those things where you can't really talk about it. You have to feel it. Like I, you know, I I I know I keep saying the same thing over again, but it, I'm tr- I I'm struggling to find a way to talk about this on the show where it can make sense and. There's literally nothing I can say that's going to make sense until you actually get it in your hands. Yeah, you got to be there. Yeah, you have to, like, it's one of those things where you just, you have to feel it to understand, oh shit, this actually makes sense. And it's not just buzzwords, as you just said. It's actually, like, it's a it's a really cool feature. It's like driving, a, you know, like driving, a, like, an old car. And then somebody tells you, okay, well, this car has cruise control. And you're like, well, why Why do I care about having cruise control? I'll just hold down the pedal. But then when you turn on cruise control, you're like, oh, okay, this actually makes sense. It's one of those things where it just clicks in. It's a bad analogy. Please don't crucify me for that. Well, it's it's the over the internet, so somebody will. Yes. Uh, but I, I was going to talk about something, now I forgot what I was going to talk about. What was I going to bring up? Oh, okay. So let's do an ad and then we'll get into our topic of the week. If you're looking to help support us more, you can always stop by our Patreon page. That address is www.patreon.com backslash proven gamer. No matter what tier you decide to support us at, know that it greatly helps pay the bills and is the only way to get our newest podcast, Tricky Thoughts, where Tricky sits down and discusses current events, social issues, and much more. All right. So one of the things I heard about the PlayStation 5 people having problems with is the PlayStation 5 is by default having people play the PlayStation 4 version of a game. So just to give you an example, Watch Dogs Legion. Obviously, I bought it for the 4. I can play it on the 5. I upgraded it. I downloaded the PlayStation 5 version. What What's happening is when you turn on your PlayStation 5, as long as your your 4 is still plugged in and working, you could transfer all your games, your saves, your profiles, everything like that, over to the 5 without having to re-download everything. Make sense so far? Yes. Okay. So, in my case, Watch Dogs Legions was on my PS4. So, when I transferred it over, the PlayStation 4 version goes onto my PlayStation 5. It doesn't automatically update the PlayStation f- to the update the PlayStation 5 version of the game. And there are people th- that are complaining about the storage space, not realizing they have both the 5 and the 4 version on their PS5, where you could just delete the PlayStation 4 version and still have the 5 version on your system. But people are not realizing that when they're doing that, the the system's actually defaulting to the PlayStation 4 version of the game. I don't know why they're doing that. People are calling for a patch to come out to fix that, which I, like, if you're waiting for the patch, wait for the patch. But simple solution, just go into your manage your game history and delete the PlayStation 4 version, and then you have, the, you have no problem playing it anymore. So... Uh, the other thing I'm hearing is that people are having uh, some disc issues with their PlayStation 5s. 
I haven't had a problem, but therefore I haven't put a disc into my system, so I wouldn't have had, I wouldn't even know if my system uh, um, my disc drive is working. The, one of the things I saw on, on the beat 'em ups channel was that the the guy, the YouTuber, was putting the disc in upside down. So an issue of which side you load the disc in is might be the thing. Well, okay, if you stand up your PlayStation Five, I don't. Did you see the picture of mine? Yes. yes no. Okay. I think the entire world saw the picture of yours. Okay, so if you stand up your system, the label goes to the left, and a lot of people by default are trying to load the game in label to the right. I don't know why, but they are. Uh, so if you have a problem with your disc, uh, label goes to the left if your system's standing up. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other issues I saw. Do you do you have any other questions about the PS5? Um, I mean, I, I hear that load times both on the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 are pretty much non-existent. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I, obviously, I tried out the Division 2 on my PS5. Um, on my 4... From start of my system to me being in the game was probably close to four to five minutes. Uh, by by the time I loaded in the game, got onto the server and loaded my character, it was probably about four to five minutes. PS5, under a minute. It loads really yeah, damn quick. Uh, That's a new generation for you. Yeah, I'm... I'm looking. I just looked up PlayStation Five issues on. Uh, Haven't there been some hardware failures at the PlayStation Five? I mean, that's yes, that's going to happen, and, and people are always kind of going to go online and and scream the loudest about that. Which I mean is understandable. You get a new console, you're excited to play it, and uh, well, it breaks. Isn't there an issue with like? Hasn't there been an issue with the storage? Um, yeah, I, there's a little bit of an issue with that. Um, I. I know it's the internet and people are going to be fuckwads and shit like that, but there are people out there that are claiming that their PlayStation fives are not working. Um, even though they, some, some stupid fucking reason have dunked their PlayStation fives in a bathtub and still expect it to work. Don't know why they're just testing uh, to see if it's water resistant. Yeah. Uh, there. Well, I I don't know if you saw it, but there was also a picture of the Xbox Series X. If you put a uh, ping pong ball on the top of it, it floats. That was a tricky mix special. The uh, you call it an ex- exclusive to the Xbox Series X. Yeah, that that's the only Xbox exclusive. Um, and the other thing, uh, and apparently people didn't understand this in the uh the Facebook group. There are stories of the Series X uh smoking. Um, it's the picture is real, but it's not the system overheating or you know coming on fire or not. It's people are blowing, uh, taking their vapes and blowing it into the system, which is causing the fan to push it out and make it look that way. Uh, Talk about fucking stupid ass things to do. That that was a joke. Did not actually on fire or anything. Uh, although there are stories that you know some 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 of the Series X's have actually burnt out. Uh, but it's not like a red ring of death type situation. All right. So I Googled PlayStation five issues, excuse me. And the first article that popped up is from geek culture and it is written by Marion Freyna, F R A Y N A. 
Uh, he says, number one is games and apps are stuck in download queue. Uh, it says, a lot of players, us included, have encountered this rather frustrating issue of digital downloads perpetually being queued for download on the PlayStation 5 and aren't even downloading despite an extended period of time. This only applies to games, but uh, this not only applies to games, but apps such as Netflix and Disney Plus. The solution apparently seems to be a factor reset. Uh, if it occurs once more, you might have to perform another factory reset, unfortunately. Uh, the second issue they're claiming is can't connect to the PlayStation Network. Somehow, users can't seem to connect to the PlayStation Network properly, let alone download games and apps. The solution is, while there is no hard fix for this, you can try to get around this by either checking the network's service status on the website or checking your home's router to see if it's working properly or check with your internet service provider to see if there's any issues. Um, third issue is can't transfer PlayStation 4 data to the PlayStation 5 via USB LAN after the initial setup. Uh, one quick way, uh, Alex, I didn't say this in the show. Uh, I did my PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5 transfer over the internet, but if you actually stick an Ethernet keyword into both systems, it actually goes a lot faster. But uh, apparently, there's an issue with doing that, so I didn't run into that. Uh, they says the solutions is the best way to transfer is by Wi-Fi, like I did. If you absolutely need a USB port for the PlayStation 5, you can still try the front port, which currently doesn't seem to have an issue. However, do it so at your own risk. As Sony does not have an official external storage support for the PlayStation 5 yet. Currently, there have been reports of PlayStation 5 consoles crashing with an external storage drive connected. And another plausible quick fix is to perform a factory reset. Although this means you'll have to retransfer all your PlayStation 4 data as the factory reset wipes all existing data on the console. It might just be safest, and that's what I was talking about earlier. It might be safest just to not hook in an external hard drive for right now into your PlayStation 5. Well, from what I'm hearing is, and, and Sony kind of confirmed this already, um, is that... If you're using an external hard drive on your 5, you can only play games on with the external. You can only play PlayStation 4 games that are stored on the external. You cannot put a PlayStation 5 on the external and play the game. In order to play a PlayStation 5 game, it has to be on the system's hard drive. So right now, if you're hooking up an external drive, the only benefit of that is that you can put all your PlayStation 4 games on the external and play them that way, which you know obviously saves room on your system. But like I said earlier, if you're playing on your PlayStation 5, you probably want to play the PlayStation 5 version of games. So, But like Division 2 is still a PlayStation 4 game. There's no PlayStation 5 version of it, so... My benefit would be putting it on the external and playing it from there. But then I don't know if it uh, would affect loading times. Uh, the other issue is PlayStation 4 games are unplayable on the PlayStation 5. Uh, it says even after getting your PlayStation 4 games on the 5, there seems to be a potential issue of them being registered as unplayable on the new console. With users being prompted to purchase the game again on the PlayStation Store. While there's a list of games that can only be played on the PlayStation 4, uh, we talked about those games not being transferred up. Sony has confirmed that all other games should be compatible with the PlayStation 5. Currently, the best way to fix this is to restore your game licenses on your PlayStation 5 system. And, okay. Uh, PlayStation 5 
freezes and switches off while running games. Uh, the solution to this is while waiting a system update from Sony to patch this issue, you could try doing a factory reset, which unfortunately means you'll have to reinstall all your games and apps again. Uh, the sixth issue is PlayStation 5 is crashing when activating rest mode. Uh, solution is Sony has yet to address the system issue, but the way to count is simply switch off your PlayStation 5 when it's not in use. Yes, while many might be used to putting in rest mode while downloading games overnight or going when going out, it might just be wise to not use rest mode until Sony comes up with a patch for the solution. Uh, it says, and you can just disable rest mode on your system. Uh, how many more issues are there? Okay, there's three more issues here. Uh, seven, the DualSense controller's malfunction after initial setup. Uh, Alex, I don't know uh, if I mentioned this earlier, but when you first start on your PlayStation 5, uh, it actually updates the software in the controller. Mm-hmm. So that could be the problem here. Uh, so you just have to... If that's the case, you're going to have to update the system software, which I didn't have to do on my system. It was already up to date, uh, but you might have to update your controller. Uh, PlayStation camera is unable to connect. It says the solutions is if you use the PlayStation camera, you need to dedicate adapter to use it. The PS5, they're talking about if you use the PlayStation 4 camera. Uh, which is referred to as the PlayStation camera, where the camera for the PlayStation 5 is, is uh, labeled as the HD camera. So just if it is any confusion about what I'm saying here, uh, use it in a bright room as much as possible. Check the position by adjusting the distance to the camera or camera's angle and check to review the settings of the camera on your PlayStation 5. And the last problem here says some users have reported their images while booting up games or apps on the PlayStation 5 to look rather distorted or shaky or there doesn't seem to be any signal at all. This typically happens as a result of using third-party HDMI cables to hook up the PlayStation 5 console to the monitor. Solution is, use the damn cable that came in the box. That's not what the article said, but that's what I'm saying. Simple enough. Uh, I know that was a lot of, a lot of talk in there, Alex. <laughs> Indeed. So, do you, have, do you have any questions about what I said or anything I could possibly try to answer for no, you? No, not really. I just kind of, you know, as someone looking inside... Um, from the outside, you know, you have a PlayStation 5 and, and Yield and I are kind of going to wait to buy it. I guess, you know, one of the other questions I would have is that, you know, how is the, how are the fans work? Like, how is it super loud on the, like, is the console super loud after playing for a while? So, I mean, that'd be really my only um, pertinent question, you know, at this moment. Okay, well, here, I'll I'll, uh, I'll, I'll solve this by putting the microphone up to the PlayStation 5. Bear in mind, PlayStation 5 has been on right now, currently, for about five hours straight. So you tell me if you hear anything. You hear anything? I do not. I was given it a chance just to, to give it some time, but um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess you have it in a well ventilated open area. Yeah, it's it's probably got about a foot on each side. <laughs> Alex, I I don't know. Do I have my camera up? I mean, okay. you do. I can see you right now, so. I'm assuming yes. I, I'm five eight. Okay, so how how tall are you, Alex? About five seven. Okay, so you say it. Go from your wrist to your elbow. That's how tall the PlayStation Five is. That's not as tall as I thought. 
It's it's pretty massive. What are you talking about? You talk about lying. My, my I don't know what you think of my wrist and my elbow, but that's not really that large. Uh. Oh, excuse me. I apologize. Got to your wrist. Put your elbow on the table and put your arm straight up. Your your top of your middle finger. That's how tall it is. Okay, so. <laughs> You're adding a substantial amount of distance. There. <laughs> yes, uh, I'm so, sorry. I, okay, I that makes more sense. I'm like tricky. I'm not a tall person, but um, and it does look like uh, I'm, I'm thinking about getting the Avengers A and putting it on there because it looks like Avengers uh, Avengers Tower. So I mean, so load times, you know, uh, they got a solid launch lineup. Um, they call the the controller feels good, and you know, it has good feedback, and um, load times are basically non-existent. It's a it's a rather quiet console, so the fans are doing their work. I mean, overall, what are your impressions of the console itself? Like, do you, are you, um... I recommend happy? going to get one as soon as possible. Okay, I mean, it's, that's... Well, the, like, the lo- what, what the, I'll put it this way. RGT85, you know, one of the, the YouTube users I was watching this weekend said um, that if you're going to buy one console this, this week, or this year, you know, maybe for a holiday gift or something, and he had, you know, played both the... Uh, he has the Switch, he also got the uh, the Xbox as well, and the, the, the PlayStation 5. He recommended the PlayStation 5. So as someone who has all current generation consoles, I mean, he's one person, yes. But, um, you know, the way the way that you talked about the PlayStation 5, it was, you know, it seemed like a console that Sony did a very good job in building. Yeah, it, it like I said, it's quiet. It's fast. I mean, it's I, I would recommend like because you get the people like Donnie who, oh, oh, you know, I'm a beta tester right now. Yeah, I'm a beta tester, but I'm very happy with what I have. I have Baby no tester, issues right now. Pig. There are many, many names for it, Tricky. Yes. All right. So before we actually close out the show, we uh, actually I did post yesterday when we were supposed to record uh, and ask people for questions. Uh, the goddess wants to know what's in the box. Well, my PlayStation 5 was in the box. Wait, she wasn't talking about the box with the brick in it, right? No. She, she actually didn't know that story until I told her on the show right now. Because I didn't tell her. Wait, oh, could be because you didn't want her to know that she bought a brick? The world's most expensive brick? Yes. How did she take the news? Well, she walked, she gave me a dirty look and walked away, and I haven't seen her since. She's like, you fucking idiot. Uh, next question is from the DCD. Uh, he says, Xbox Series X or PlayStation 5? I responded, is that a real question? Yeah, I don't think Tricky, you're ever going to get Tricky to say the other one. There's there's no way he's going to say the uh, the X over the 5. Tricky went through so much shit to get this console that, you know, and, and Tricky's always just kind of looking for validation that he made the right choice with any PlayStation console, so. And I did. All right, uh, next question comes from Corey from the GameStuff podcast. Says, do you think FPS and resolution are needed to make a great gaming experience, or is it just about making good games? Alex, I'm gonna let you answer first. I mean, resolution and all that stuff can definitely work into um, a quality game. I, I think that, especially you know, with with Miles Morales, like a big draw of that game is how the city looks and how well it runs, and you know, so I, I definitely think that you know the in one regard that the way that the game looks. And how it runs is just kind of something that makes the overall game experience better. So, I mean, it's kind of one piece of the puzzle for me. Um, there are a lot of aspects that go into making a game, but I, I think that 
for you know a you know a game to be you know truly top notch, you kind of got to have all the pieces. Like, yes, you can play a game because you like the story, and you can get through it and be like, well, I can forgive some of the sins of this game. Or you know, maybe there's a game that's fun to play and it just doesn't have a lot of you know story to it. It's, it's a very simple story, but you still enjoy playing it. So, I mean, I think for a truly great game, you kind of got to have all the pieces to that puzzle. Doesn't mean a game's bad just because it does it lacks in one area, but I, I think it's more of a the best games do everything pretty well. I I, I kind of agree, but uh, to 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 the spirit of what Corey's asking, he says, do you think frames per second and resolution are needed for a great gaming experience? I would say no, because you look at a lot of the indie games that are out there uh, that are wildly successful. I mean, look at a game like Among Us. Okay, it, it doesn't have the best graphics out there, but it's fun as hell and it's catching on. Uh, what, what was that game? Braid, I think it was. Braid is another game. I mean, there's so many games. I mean, you think about the Jackbox Party games, which are fun as hell, and then you've got a game like Fall Guys, which doesn't have, like, the, the superstar graphics that a lot of other games have. Uh, Rocket League is a game that, you know, looks good, but it's not like... When, it, when someone says, hey, what's, what's some top-notch graphics... I don't think anyone, you know, thinks Rocket League first, you know? Yeah, you're, you're not going to use Rocket League to, to show off, you know, what a console can do. But you would use Rocket League to show off, show how fun you can have playing the console. Yeah, it, it's a nice game to have in the library because it's a game that can attract people to a console. I mean, it's, it's on all consoles, so it's not going to just specifically attract to one. But it is a game that, you know, people can get, can add, to, will enjoy adding to their library and playing because, you know, it's just a fun game, and you gotta have those games that are just fun to play on a console. Not everything needs to be, like, a AAA experience with a sweeping story and a uh, amazing orchestral score. You know, sometimes games are just fun to play, and that's and that's why we've seen a rise in indie games in recent years. Not that there's, you know, any, like, visually they're, you know, bad, or that they, they don't have good visuals or good resolutions or don't run smoothly. Um, it's just kind of one of those things where you have games of all different types and sizes, and it's, it's you know, some games, you know, will rely like I, I, I like I go back to Miles Morales. Like I think that is a game that relies heavily on the world it built, and yes, that has a lot to do with the resolution and how the game runs. And I don't think that you could do or that people would be as ardent about that game and you know speak so lovingly about it if they did not have something you know if it didn't run super well or you know it didn't you know portray the world of. New York in such a great way and to, I said world, but the city of New York in such a great way and to just basically be a ton of fun to, you know, swing around the city. And all that leads back into how it runs and how it looks. Uh, I just got got noticed that the uh, showcases are ready and I just looked to see and you didn't stream today when you played Rocket League. No, because I, it my my PlayStation's upstairs right now. For the smoothest stream, I got to go downstairs to the um, to the downstairs room to uh, the the front uh, the room just off our front foyer. So it's it's a pain in the ass to get everything down there. The TV hook every like, hook the Ethernet cable into the the router. So no, I, I'm always I'm always giving you a little shit because uh, every week you're the only one without a showcase. I had a showcase last week. First time ever. And it was on YouTube. All right, back to the questions. Uh, Matt Pingle from Drop Bear Gaming uh, from down under in Australia 
says, have you tried Call of Duty on the PlayStation 5 yet? I haven't because I don't play Call of Duty. Uh, the use of haptic feedback and the adaptive triggers makes it unlike any first-person shooter experience before. It's seriously good and arguably one of the most perfect uses for that new dual sets tech in any game. I agree. Uh, and I just got a text from Steven, who was supposed to be on the show today, says he is, uh, he missed my call. So he's going to miss the show, obviously. Uh, and David from our rock band group says, Tricky, did you pick up the Pulse 3D headset? If so, what's your review of them? Uh, no, I have not been able to pick up the Pulse 3D headset. I haven't been able to find one. They are sold out. Uh, and the headset that I really want is going to be coming out from Lucid Sound, which uh, this is not an ad, uh, but arguably the best headset I've ever used on a gaming console. So I'm kind of waiting to see what they're going to do. But they were just taken over by... Oh, what's the company that makes all the peripherals? Mad Cats. No, Mad Cats is out of business. Yeah, well, pour one out for Mad Cats. I completely forgotten Mad Cats had gone out. Uh, Power A. Power A. Um, so we're going to see what this coming out. They announced their headset, which is called the LS 15. I want to say, uh, they announced it. They just haven't released them yet. Uh, I'm looking up right now. Who's the sound? The problem is the headset, uh, the PlayStation five does not have an, uh, an optic audio out, which is what the other headsets are using. Uh, yeah, it's called the LS 15 P. Um, so I'm not able to use the headset that I have on my PlayStation 4 on the 5, which makes me really upset. But if you are a PlayStation 4 gamer and you want a good headset, uh, again, this is not an ad. They don't sponsor us. Go get the LS41s. They are down by far the best headset. Alex, you have the LS25s, right? I have a Lucid Sound headset. I'm not sure if it's that particular one. The box is over on the other. Is it yes. wired? Yes, it's wired. Yes, you have the LS25s. What do you think of them? How how do they feel in your head? I can confirm that it is the LS25s. I just looked at the box. Uh, they're very comfortable. I, I typically use earbuds, so but these are kind of a nice change of pace because they have like the foam on the outside. So um, they just they feel really comfortable and nice. And I feel like it's good quality. Like it works um, with you know with the computer with the PlayStation. So I mean, it does a really good job with almost everything. Just kind of solid all around. This portion of the show is brought to you by Twitch Prime. Did you know that Amazon gives you a free $5 to give to your favorite streamer every month? If you link to your Amazon Prime account with Twitch, you can sub to any Twitch page for free. You have to renew every month. Otherwise, Amazon is just keeping your money. Why not give it to us instead? Be sure to follow us on all of our socials. Just look for Proving Gamer on Twitter and Facebook. Be sure to also join the Trophy Horse Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash TW podcast. You could ask us a bunch of questions and comment on whatever you want just about this show. You could also send us an email at trophyhorse at provengamer.com or call us at 330-PROVEN-9. That's 330-776-8369. You can watch our videos on YouTube by doing a search for official Proven Gamer. You could also catch us streaming at twitch.tv slash Proven Gamer. And... You can catch Tricky streaming for Extra Life every Sunday night. 
from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash extra life for kids. That's extra life, the number four kids. Remember, it's the number four, not the word. I really need to take that last part out. You with the tricky streaming? Yeah, we go over this every week. We've been going over this for like six months. <laughs> uh, I uh, quick extra life update. Uh, last update I saw, we uh, we have raised over thirteen million dollars this year. So it's gone an extra one million above last week's show when Yield and I were talking about how it raised over twelve million. Yeah, I I I'm not positive, but I don't think they broke the record. This is be the first year they did not break the record. Uh, from the previous year, the what was the record last year? Like fourteen or fifteen million? No, I think it was thirteen point two million. So we're close. And I can't. I I don't want to. Don't you know? Please understand that I'm not positive on this. Um, but I will say, raising thirteen million dollars this year with the pandemic going on, really fucking impressive. Yeah, I mean, because you think about like people at home playing video games more, but also. You know, people, a lot of people are, you know, out of work and, you know, have to find ways to, or money is a big issue for a lot of people. So, you know, to get that, to get that many people, you know, close to the record to donate and, you know, just giving to the Children's Miracle, Miracle Network of Hospitals, like it's still, it's all pretty amazing. Aw, oh, damn it, Alex, I just realized I didn't do the soundbite. Oh yeah, I wasn't going to mention it because I know you get upset about it. Damn it. I gotta remember what the sound in the in the soundboard. All right, let's close out the show with some housekeeping. Uh, not housekeeping, some shout outs. Alex, your shout out, sir. I want to give a shout out to the listeners, the fans, the fuel that are fire that is true of yours. Thank you all very much for continuing to support the show, for listening every single week. Um, or at least we hope you listen every single week, whether you are a new listener or you've been listening for years. We appreciate your support. Without you guys, there would be you know we would not continue to climb the ladder, and you know be a bigger show and be able to do, you know, reach more people. Uh, we're on Spotify and Pandora and Amazon music and, and um, iHeartRadio because of you guys. So uh, we're doing amazing things because of you also, we very much appreciate your continued support in every endeavor. Give a shout out to Tricky who was able to hunt down his PlayStation five and give us all a heads up on what's going on with the, the PlayStation five. Cause you know, yield and I aren't going to go out and buy it. So Tricky is our man on location breaking news for the PlayStation five. So thank you for, for take for, I would say biting the bullet and, uh, or taking the bullet for a tricky, but we know you're happy to take that bullet and uh, absolutely give a shout out to, I yield to no one who could not be with us tonight. He's making that money, earned that money, money to maybe to buy himself a PlayStation five down the road. So, uh, last but not least, I want to give a shout out to my loving, awesome girlfriend, Ashley, who's currently doing some schoolwork and watching Gilmore girls. And, uh, one of the things that uh, I love to see, you know, Obviously, it's easy for me to jump into games and find something to to delve into, but, you know, Ashley doesn't always have, uh, besides, you know, Animal Crossing New Horizons, she hasn't really found a game she loves this year, but she's recently jumped back into World of Warcraft ahead of the new expansion, so I'm so glad to see her playing a game she loves so much and has spent so much time in that the fact that she's diving back into it and just kind of enjoying that when, you know, there's talk of the United States going back into lockdown with rising COVID numbers. So it, it's always good to see the person you love find a game that they can jump into and just engross themselves in that world. Uh, it's easy; it's be easier for me than for her, but I always appreciate when when she can do that too. So uh, I love you, honey. You know, it's weird that you said that because I actually just downloaded World of Warcraft myself. <laughs> I was going to start playing it again. I didn't think you would have time to play World of Warcraft, sir. I I got myself. Um, 
was it level 60? I got myself a, a level 60 Tauren Druid. That which, is meaningless to me, Tricky. I have no idea what that means. <laughs> well, well, I just I just realized I'm saying this on the show, and I might actually need you to take it out of the show, because uh, I'm just giving Levi fuel to say I'm uh, PC Master Race. Uh, you are PC Master Race. <laughs> but now now you can, you can actually use your PlayStation 5 controller, your DualSense, to play on the PlayStation 5 that you have. Yes. Uh, shout out to the goddess who uh, I'm going to have to go make up with because she didn't know about the brick. Uh, shout out to Sweet Mama D who got her sixth crown in Fall Guys. Do you have any yet, Tricky? I do not have one yet. Well, I, you uh, know what? Let's be honest. I don't really think there's going to be a ton coming your way because you're probably not going to be taking a ton of Fall Guys. Is that safe to assume there? Well, I, I try to do enough Fall Guys to get a showcase every week. I didn't play last week. Uh, actually, I don't even know if I have one. I think Sweet Mama D might have got hers. Um, shout out to the fans. Thank you very much for listening. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank you for the questions. And until next week, happy trophy hunting. Later. song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash Even Philippines.